Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Kids Club. I am your host, Stephen Lubega, and today we will be reading Diary of an 8-Bit Warrior from Seeds to Swords. And we're going to only do Tuesday for this one, and for the next one we will be doing Wednesday. Now, let's start with the book. Tuesday. I really ended that last entry on a cliffhanger. I was basically like, Zoom! I heard a noise coming from my monster box. What am I going to do? And then nothing. The end. Boom. So, just like that. Sorry. There was a pretty good reason, though. After I heard that sound, I dropped my diary and dropped my quill. Wait. First, let me show you the blueprints of my house. I made the illustration so you'll have a better idea of what happened last night. I'm such a nice villager, huh? Now, I was sitting on my bed last night, and for the first time, I heard some kind of noise coming from the direction of the box. It wasn't too loud. It was like a little squeaking sound. At first, I just wanted the noise to go away. Then I realized it wouldn't go away. Whatever it was, that mob was going to stay in that little room forever and ever. Or at least until someone let it out. I decided that someone should be Steve. It was time to tell him about my plan of getting us students some real mobs. I ran over to his house, but he didn't want to talk. I can't say anything more about those trees, he said. Mayor's orders. I'm not here for that, I said. Will you please come look at something? It's really not tonight, he replied. I'm starving. Not only do I have a growling stomach, but also my hunger bar is low. I'm still trying to accept this hunger bar floating at the bottom of my vision as if it were part of a HUD in a computer game as reality. You mean people on Earth don't have hunger bars? No, run. People on Earth don't have hunger bars. They don't have anything floating in their vision. Speaking of hunger bars, would you like to join me for dinner? I glanced at the mushroom stew on its table. No. Really? You sure? No, 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 no. I ran out of Steve's house before I grew more nauseated. I didn't even say goodbye. So Steve wouldn't be any help. Mike was busy at his castle house working on some new lava trap he called the Burninator. His face was covered in redstone dust. Stump was baking with his parents. His face was covered with the various ingredients required to craft a cake. How did that happen? I don't know, and I didn't ask. I could have begged Max for help, maybe, but no, just no. Someone had to open that room, Albert, and I guess that someone was going to be me. Well, I could have asked my dad for help, but what kind of warrior would do that? No, I was responsible for this. I had to deal with it on my own. I'm brave, I told myself. Dealing with an actual mob all by myself? No problem. It's my first quest. But how could I talk it into cooperating? Oh, hi, Mob. Thanks for spawning. Can you please just be a good mom and 
mob and let a b bunch of villager kids beat you with wooden sticks like a training dummy, it's a good job. It pays a lot. We'll even give you healing potions to heal up all the damage so we can beat you on again. Ty. Scratch that. Asking nicely wouldn't work. I'd have to scare the mob into helping out. I went back to my house, back to my bedroom, and made my best warrior face. When that mob finally saw me, I wanted it to know that I meant business. Now, someone looking at the above picture might think I was totally scared. Nah, my eyebrows were like that to help block any sunlight that might have come through the window and blinded me. An advanced warrior technique, see? The sweat on my brow? I was just sweating in advance, simply forcing my body to cool itself for the possible heated battle ahead. My face was pale because it was trying to blend in with the cobblestone wall behind me. That's ninja stuff right there. As for my scrunched up mouth, um, I was about to make a really scary battle cry. No scared villager here. I walked towards the wall of my room, welding my pickaxe. I didn't want to mine from the outside because I didn't want anyone to see what I was up to. If anyone saw me swinging away at my own house, they'd certainly watch and then they'd see whatever mob was in there and there'd be a new incident. The funny thing was, my hands were shaking a lot. I began swinging at the cobblestone wall. Each swing seemed to take forever. My heart was pounding in my chest. That was because I was so excited. Yes, yes, excited. What kind of mob will it be, I wondered. By the sound of it, I thought it might have been a baby ghast. Still, I'd never seen a ghast before. Only read about them. As far as I ever knew, they could only be found in the nether. Also, there's no such thing as a baby guest, and a normal guest wouldn't fit in a room like that. Hmm. Could have been a spider. Didn't sound like any spider I've ever heard, though. Then I thought, maybe it's a cave spider? Wait, Mike was saying something about cave spiders. Something about uh, how, upon seeing one, it's a good idea to run away screaming like an enderman in an ocean biome. Something about how cave spiders are about as dangerous as a charged creeper. And how you should have a bucket of milk with you if you're crazy enough to face one. Since milk cures poison and cave spiders are super, super poisonous. I immediately stopped swinging my pickaxe. Again, not that I was afraid. Come on, who's afraid of a little posed poison? Poison that makes your health bar tick all the way down until you have only half a heart left and you're so low that even a chicken could finish you off and the whole time you're right in pain, shivering? Who's afraid of that? Not me. I was just thirsty. For some reason, I had a huge craving for milk right about then. I went and got a bucket full. Actually, I came back with two buckets of milk. I set one down next to me on the be bedroom floor. 
I held the second bucket in my other hand. My reasoning was after I was done mining away at the wall of my bedroom to get to the box, I could pause real quick and drink some milk if I was thirsty. I began mining again. While I mined, I held the milk bucket up close to my lips. How could anyone not want a big block at a time like that? Soon, the first block was mined. I took out my sword, but the squeaking had already stopped. No sounds came from within the box. Whatever it was, it was waiting. Hefting the pickaxe again, I mined away the block below and switched back to my sword. Still nothing. But after the second block, still nothing. I waited. Sword ready. Milk ready. Nothing. Then I charged into the box and finally discovered what kind of mob was in there. Secretly, I had been hoping for something epic. A poo screamer. Muggo the Overlord. Something crazy like that. Maybe even a zombie cow. Yeah, a zombie cow would have been really cool. Sadly, there was no zombie cow in there. It was uh, a slime. A baby slime. The smallest slime I had ever seen in my life. It squeaked again when it saw me. How sad. Ugh. Here I was, hoping it'd at least be a zombie, a skeleton, something we could practice on. I thought about smashing the slime with my pickaxe. That way I wouldn't get into trouble for bringing a mob into the village. My parents wouldn't freak me out. No old man would scream and get the mayor and it'd be like nothing had ever happened. No one would know. I could just cut my losses right there and then... Boom. The end of Project Mob Spawn. Plus, I'd get a slime ball as a bonus. Hmm. I raised my pickaxe, but something stopped me. There was something weird about this slime. It wasn't hostile. It didn't try leaping at me. It just sat there, quivering, occasionally squeaking, considering that how could I just end this creature's life? And hey, wasn't capturing a real mob for combat class the whole reason for this in the first place? Sure, it wasn't a zombie, but maybe this little slime had a use. We could study it, you know? Long story short, I have a pet now. I fed it a piece of bread, which it devoured in less than a second, and it became my friend immediately. Well, technically, it let out a huge buck and then became my friend, but yeah. Actually, maybe I should refer to it as my test subject. Hmm. That sounds way cooler than pet, right? My bedroom could become a laboratory. Stump could be my assistant, and we could conduct secret experiments on this poor mob. Can it laugh? Does it sleep? Will it cry if we make scary faces at it? Will it begin writing its own diary titled Diary of a Heroic Baby Slime? No, 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 no. My pet slime won't be attending slime school, thank you very much. He's going to grow up to be polite and sophisticated and uh, an all-around good citizen.
Minecraft is first gentleman slime. This will be him. By the way, I named my pet slime Jello. I heard Steve talking about Jell-O the other day. Apparently, it's an earth food that resembles slime. I figured it would be a good name. Of course, I have to tell Steve about Jell-O at some point. I know that... Until then, I emptied out my double chest. And it now serves as... Well, Jell-O's a bed or house or cage or whatever. Jell-O calmed down a few minutes after I picked it up. Now it doesn't even mind staying in the chest with the lid open. Sit. Stand. Roll over. Good boy. Now split into a bunch of smaller slimes. Wait. Baby slimes can't do that. Can they? That's all for Tuesday. In the next episode, I will be um, reading to you guys Wednesday. But for now... Goodbye.